0: We have the right intention, we have the energy, we put the work in, but what's missing? Why don't all the goals we set become our reality? Welcome to the Dean Graziosi Show. All success starts right here. I'm gonna share with you 10 things that if you, and get your notes ready, if you incorporate into your life, to me they're like accessories to your goals. I really think through, like I said, I I go deep on this stuff because I know we set goals, we have the right intention, we have the energy, we put the work in, but what's missing? Why don't all the goals we set become our reality? So that's the kind of thinking I do. I I want you to know if you're first time being here with me, I'm someone who will always say this, but I always wanna go upstream. I wanna find the root cause of goals becoming reality, or I wanna find the root cause of your dreams or your your goals just being dreams that don't come true, right? So I can teach you how to set goals, which I do, and I set goals myself. But if you set them and they don't work out, then you're like, well, I I wrote this down, but it didn't happen maybe next year. No, I want to go up and find the root cause, solve that so your goals become a reality. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And I thought about what are the 10 things I learned in the last year that if we bolt them on as an accessory to our goals, we have an exponential chance or or, or a much better chance of them becoming our reality. And that's what we're going to do today. But I want to share a couple of cool things going on in my life, if you don't mind, um, that most people don't know except for my inner circle family. Uh, One, uh, you guys know I'm dear friends with Tony Robbins. We've been friends for about seven years. We talk every single week. He's an incredible guy. Just a good, amazing guy behind the curtain as he is in front of the curtain. So we've been talking about doing something together for... I don't know, five years and just wasn't, our friendship was better than doing business. But we decided, we formed a new company and we're launching a new company in April that is gonna be unbelievable. It will make self-education, what we're doing right now, it'll make self-education the new norm. Because self-education, what you're doing here with me being a part of my inner circle, this is you getting education to allow yourself to go faster and quicker. The things that were never taught in school, and I'm not knocking school, but were we ever taught success? Were we ever taught how to overcome obstacles? Were we taught how to get rid of neg- negative thoughts or the inner villain or how to break through and how to not listen to the naysayers around you? We never taught that stuff in school, but we're taught that through self-education. And the world is catching on. I mean, literally comp- our company is growing faster than we ever have before because people are saying, hey, you know what? This isn't just foo-foo stuff or it's not just about the degree. It's about getting and learning from someone who's already played the game. I've already failed miserably. Why should you when you can learn the six, fastest path to success for me? That's self-education at its best. That's how I kind of put the blanket over it. So Tony and I are on a mission that by 2025, we want to make self-education the new norm. We want to make it when someone goes to get hired that they're just as excited about their college degree as their self-education, their personal growth. What success, uh, you know, uh, um, some, who did you follow? Who mentored you to understand success? Because that's how I hire everyone and I got the best team on the planet. My team is my family, literally. I'd rather hang out with them than anybody else because we hire people based on their their, their, their aggressiveness towards self-education and self-growth. So that's really cool. I'm excited about that. Uh, another thing, uh, you know, for those of you who are in my inner circle, a lot of you knew that I finalized my divorce last year, really personal, but I talked to you guys about it because I shared the pain I went through and how I created that one thing. If you guys are new, go back and look at the training called the one thing, show you how to You can take and solve big problems and boil it down to the one thing that moves the needle the most. And I use my divorce as an example of the fear and the worry I had. Um, And when I set my intentions in the right direction, my kids are thriving like never before. I replace uh, quantity of time with quality of time. And I have a deeper connection with my kids than ever before. I'm dear friends with my ex-wife. We talk every single day. And I found love in my life like never before. I'm in the most incredible relationship. So I want to share that with you guys. You're like inner, uh, you are my inner circle and in my family. And, and the truth is I like sharing it all because sometimes you watch social media and you just think everybody's got shit going on right. Why is all the things going wrong for me? So I like people to know, man, I, a year and a half ago, two years ago, going through that divorce and worrying about my kids almost crippled me. I, I thought that I was ruined. I'm like, am I ever gonna be normal again? And I couldn't, beyond normal, I'm in the best space of my life. I just turned 50, and I'm in the best shape of my life. I have love in my life. My kids are crushing it. Business, I'm making an impact on the world. I get to be partners with Brendan Burchard and Tony Robbins and all these incredible people. It's like, Thank God. Now, I don't say that to have you feel bad. I'm not the type to be like, look what I'm doing. You could do it. I know some of you watching right now are going through some tough times. I share it because I want to let you know I know what it's like to be broker than broke. I know what it's like to have envy of other people getting ahead. I know what it's like to feel like a failure. I know what it's like to wake up in the middle of the night stressed and just think, is this it? Is this all life has to give me? Is this this what I was put on this earth? But I also know with self-education and staying at it, I know what it's like to fail until you stop failing until you have a little success, and then more success, and then a lot more success, and then you fail again, and then more success, then you fail again. And I also know what it's like to be on the other side of that where I can look back and I'm grateful for all the things that went on in my life, the good, bad, and the ugly, because they were all meant to make me the person I am today. So no matter what you're going through, remember, if it was designed for you, would you look at it differently? If it was a part of your growth, would you look at it differently? That's what I believe. All right. Appreciate you guys here that I wanted to share the get a little catch-up. So now on to the 10 things. Now, these 10 things are probably things you've heard before. They're probably things that you realize you need to do. But today, for maybe the first time in your life, I'm gonna ask you to listen like you've never heard it before. And then I'm gonna ask you to, if you're already doing it, to step it up in your life. If you're not doing it, implement it into your life. Because I didn't come up with these 10 things in 14 seconds just to go, well, what are 10 things? No, these are 10 things when I really thought through what allows my goals to stick more than how I set them, more than having your heart, more of having, you need to have clarity on where you want to go. You need your true why. You know how passionate I'm about your why and your passion. But what are like, I just wanted to, because you have all these different things probably showing you how to do goals in 2019 and you've read books and you're my, you're my learners. You're my go-getters. You're people who pay for speed. So I know you've been taught all that. So I wanted to approach it in a different way. So that's what we're doing. So you guys ready? 10 things. Number one, communication. I want you to analyze and judge your own communication skills, how you share, and how you listen. Um, and I want you guys to step it up in 2019. There's something I've been saying forever. I don't know if I made it up or it's someone else's quote, but lack of communication causes frustration. Someone smarter than me probably said it, but I say it all the time, so I feel like I invented it. So if someone else wrote it, you just let them have the credit, but lack of communication causes frustration. Now, I want to tell you, I've had thousands of people over the years work for my company or my, on my brand. And I know when I'm the most frustrated is when someone didn't communicate with me or I didn't communicate with them. And as I evolve, I realize if I don't communicate my goals, if I don't communicate my values, if I don't communicate the culture that I want, if I don't communicate where I see the company going in five years, if I, if I don't communicate what my mission is, if I don't communicate what my passions are, It could seem like crazy busy work, this Dean's all over the place, he wants to do this and the Better Life and and his books and Tony and Brendan and growth and live events. Like I have a lot of stuff going on. If I didn't communicate, I could frustrate employees and team, I don't even call them employees, they're my team, they're my family. And I bet you without a shadow of a doubt, I have definitely caused frustration with teams in the past. But the last couple years, no. Because I communicate transparently, openly, and obsessively. I don't want anybody wondering where we're going as a company. I don't want anybody wondering what our mission is. And that's in business. But let me tell you, in life, I have an ex now. And we share the responsibilities of co-parenting. If we're both not crystal clear on our communication, man, can we get frustrated? Can you get into your ego? Can you get mad? Can you be like, I can't believe she didn't tell me that. Or she might be saying, I can't believe he did that without letting me know first. Or I didn't understand what he was thinking or what she was thinking. And here's what I know. At this phase of my life, I wanna wanna make massive leaps. I wanna do the things that move the needle in my life. I wanna leave a legacy. I wanna make an impact Listen, I love having you here with me, but you can't even imagine what my goals are over the next 50 years. I want to leave such a legacy. And the legacy is not look at all the money I made. It's the impact. I want to change the way people look at education. I want to change the way people feel. I want to give people another level of peace in their life. So i got to be clear. i got to be on point. And I can't do that if I don't communicate right. And I can't do it in my personal life. I can't be the right, a good dad. I can't be an ex-husband. I can't be in the, the relationship I'm in now that's amazing. I couldn't have that relationship if communication wasn't key. And here's the point that I wanna make right now. Sometimes you get frustrated with other people's bad or lack of communication. But you know what I wanna challenge you to do? I wanna challenge you to look in the mirror. And see if you're really communicating properly. Are you being transparent or do you hold some back to help maybe protect people? I know I've done that for years. I'm just not going to tell her that or tell him that because it might frustrate you. Um, And that means I was doing them a disservice. So I want you to think about your communication, your transparency. What are you holding back? What do you not tell certain people? What do you tell other people? And when you talk, are you clear? Here's one of the things that'll get you in trouble every time is assumptions. I communicated, they got it. No, they didn't. In most cases, they don't get it, especially if you really know something or you're really passionate about something. You like skip over words, just thinking, they got it. And then when they don't get it, like, oh, come on. I told all you guys, I shared that at business. I shared this in our relationship. I shared this as a parent. Why aren't you guys getting it? It's because you sucked at sharing your message. So I'm going to tell you to look in the mirror too. So in 2019, who would agree? Give me a little thumbs up or give me a little hell yeah. Who is ready to step up their communication, asking for it and delivering it. I want you to commit to each one of these 10. I just came up with that. So commit to it. Okay. The next one, number two. You guys have heard me talk about this a lot, but it's so important and I I wanna hammer this home. Like I said, you've heard these, you've thought about these, but are you doing them at the best level possible? If you're not, then it's like going to the gym. You can't go to the gym one weekend and work out like a maniac and expect to be in great shape for the next three years. You have to work out every day. You have to talk about it every day. You have to look at your goals every day. You got to remind yourself every day. If you want to be a a different person, you got to remind yourself of the person you want to be every day or we will fall back to the person we were. Okay, number two, get bigger problems in 2019. Commit, write it down right now. It is time for bigger problems. Look for bigger problems to solve and stop giving a damn about all the little stuff. Listen, think about this. I'll get to this point right away. At the end of our lives, if I'm 95 and we're here together and we're like in the last, we're in the final few minutes (laughs) of the game, right? You're gonna look back and say, why the hell did I worry about all that little shit when I could have been focused on what? Being a bigger, better version of you. I say this all the time, but I wanna repeat it again. If you order medium rare steak and they bring it well done and you freak out, you need bigger problems. Someone cuts you off in traffic and you yell at them and flip them off, you need bigger problems. If a friend goes to the mall and you thought he should have asked you to go with him or her with him and they didn't and you're freaked out, I can't believe they would do that to me and you're having a pity party, you need bigger problems. If a, like, just think of all the little things right now. Someone takes your parking spot. Someone disrespects you and you thought the waiter should, waitress should be nicer. The toll taker was rude when they handed you back the money. If that stuff is bothering you, you are screwed. Wow, that was pretty aggressive, wasn't it? But you are because you don't have time in your life for the needle movers. You're too worried about the low level shit. Does that offend you? I'm sorry if it does, I'm here to help you, not to, not, to, not to coddle you, you know? I'm not super aggressive, but I tell it like it is. You need bigger problems. The same fears, the same stress, the same worry I had when I was making 50 grand a year feels the same right now. When my brand is done, my brands and my companies broke over a billion dollars in sales a couple years ago. I've been through all phases. The feeling on the inside doesn't feel any different. You know that. Think about in your life, in your past, the things that used to make you sick, but they're this big, now you're like, oh my God, I was worried about that, but now I'm worried about this. Someday you'll look back at the problems you have now, and be like, oh my God, that was nothing. So, 2019, get bigger problems. Start searching out. If you can solve bigger problems, you get bigger checks. If you can solve bigger problems, listen, let, let me just equate this to love. Let's just say, right? Relationships can be tricky. I was open enough and transparent through my whole divorce. I I didn't make it through it. But I'm in a relationship now that's incredible. But it's work, and I solve bigger problems. I put the work in. You want real love in your life, it's work. And it's not about proving your point or be just becoming a better human being. It's about better. It's about compromise. It's about better listening. It's about better dedication. It's about better trust. It's about. It is work, and it's solving big problems. I think in my old relationship, I was just like, it ain't working. You know, either step up or step out. I'm not. I'm over exaggerating, but it's work. And guess what? If you want to live the easy way, do the hard things. If you want to live the hard way, do the easy things. Listen, I got up this morning at 4.45 and went to the gym. My trainer kicked my ass. It was hard. But I'm 50, and I'm in pretty damn good shape, and I'm going to live long, and I don't have any complications. I'm not on any medications. I feel incredible. So it was hard to get up at 4.45, which I do six days a week. It is hard, but I'm living easier. I stand up straight. I feel incredible. I could beat, my, I could beat most anybody in a running race. And I, I feel great. Hard to work out. Easy life. I do the hard things in a relationship. I have an easy relationship because of it. I do the hard things with my kids and, and set the lessons now even if they get mad at me. But I'm going to have an easier adulthood with them. Want a better life. Do the hard things now so life can be easier. Want a better life? Get bigger problems in 2019. You guys ready for this? Who's willing to commit? Right here, right now, in front of your Dean's Inner Circle family that you are ready to commit to bigger problems. If you're not live, that's okay. I'm glad you're here watching. Get here next month live when you get the notification. But right now, commit to bigger problems. Number three. Yes, I'm gonna make you a commit to each one of these. This is what you pay me for. You're here. I know you're, I, I'm not messing around with you. You cut a check and more than the, what you pay for this is, I'm, I'm just, I'm not being disrespectful. In comparison, that's nothing, right? Think of it, how much per day? But what I respect you just as much as you cutting a check is your time. You're with me here today. Whether you're watching live or, or watching the recording, you took the time to be here. You're not just someone who talks about it or complains about it or blames the president, your friends, your family. It's like you're here doing it. You don't think I have so much respect for you? It's unbelievable. So the next one, number three, just say no. In 2019, it is time to analyze all the things that you do and start saying no. Listen, you know how obsessed I am with a not to do list. You know that. And we've covered that. But for those of you that are new, those of you who aren't really doing it, if those of you who aren't doing it on a regular basis, even my DG family members have been with me for 10, 15, 20 years, some of you. Are you really doing this at the level you need to? Are you spending time on the needle movers? Or are you wasting time on things that don't matter? Listen. I said something on stage, I said it yesterday in my video and I I really like it, but if you're in a treadmill and you're dying to get someplace, it doesn't matter if your treadmill is on four or 14, you can run as fast as you want, you ain't getting anywhere. You're not on a track, you're not on a road, you're on a treadmill. Are you on a treadmill in your life in some areas? Are you going fast? Are you pushing hard? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel stressed? Do you feel there's not enough time in a day? You're trying real hard? But when you look down, that might be the place you have to look. It's because you're running on a treadmill. You're going faster, quicker, harder. I can get there, I can get there, I can get there. No, I'll go faster, I'll go quicker, I'll go faster, I'll go quicker, I got it, I got it, I got it. And then you look and go, wait, I didn't move. Because you're running on a treadmill. And that, just that analogy, I want that to stick in your head. The analogy is simply this. Someone walking up a ladder will get a lot further and distance than someone running on a treadmill. So do you want to be a ladder person or a treadmill person? A ladder person, and I'm making this analogy, I'm making this up as I go, okay? So stick with me here. Knows what moves the needle in their life by analyzing and simultaneously just saying no. What in 2019 must you say no to? So to balance. Let's, let's just sit and ponder this for a minute. I'm not gonna just blow through this. In fact, I want some of you to commit and and, and say it out to the rest of the group. What are you gonna say no to? Do you go on Facebook because you wanna do something productive and get some personal growth, which is great. And then all of a sudden you get sucked in by stupidity and you realize three hours have gone by. Do you need to say no to that? Is that positively impacting your life? Do any of you geek out on news for hours? Do any of you have negative friends that there's something fun about them, but you hang out with them, but every time you leave them, A little bit of doubt gets dumped into your soul and it builds up until one day you're like, I can't do this! And you didn't realize it was all the negative people in your life. Do you have to say no to them? Do you have to say no to things that don't, you know, really matter? No to the stress worrying about your mother-in-law, your cousin, or your friend Sally who talks shit about you. You spend wasted time stressing about something you can't change. What some people think about you is none of your freaking business. It's theirs. I don't know what it is. Uh, Netflix binge watching, say no to watching TV so much, trying to satisfy my ex-wife, no to social media, listening to negative people, toxic people, uh, Netflix binging, procrastination, sleeping too late, TV, junk food. See what I mean? I've been talking about this forever. It's okay. But you need to listen for the first time. What are you gonna commit to? Do Do you see why I said these are the things that you can bolt onto your goals? and actually make them happen. Cause if, let's just say someone said binge watching, right, or spending hours on social media, hours on Netflix, um, think about this. If you don't say no to that, how are you gonna fit in all the goals you wrote on your list? Fix my relationship, get in better shape, make more money. Hey, shit ain't gonna happen. There's no time for it. Like it's, it's so obvious to me, I'm, I'm just, listen, I'm being frank as I can with you guys. This is, you guys are like family. It is so freaking obvious now. Tell me you're not thinking about it right now. If this is obvious to you, please say yes, it's obvious, or hell yes, it's obvious. You can't reach your goals if you don't say no to the crap that's eating up your time, if you don't say no to the negative people, no to binge watching, no to too much social media, no to procrastination, no to sleeping in, no to eating the bad food that makes you feel like crap, that makes you go to sleep early, then you look down at yourself, you're like, oh, I just feel bad, and then you don't have any confidence. If you don't say no to that, is there any chance in hell you're gonna reach your goals this year? Nope, ain't gonna happen. Time to say no. Time to say no right now, right today. Are you committed to saying no? Yeah, I'm asking you every time. I'm anchoring you, that's what it's called. It's called anchoring, I'm anchoring you. Commit right now to saying no to the shit that's not moving the needle in your life. Okay, you ready for number four? So many times, now that you're part of my family, you know my values, you know what I stand for, you know how I teach, like you get it, right? A lot of times people see from the outside, And I'll teach some of this and I'll go, yeah, but how do I get rich? And I'll share the same stuff I'm sharing. Like, yeah, Dean, that's cool. That's that personal growth stuff. But how do I get rich? (laughs) And I think people are looking for like this magic, like, all right, you got me. Hold on. And like sunbeams shoot out. And there's this magic little thing that you do and you get rich. This is how you get rich in life. Rich with love. Rich with happiness. Rich with peace. These are truly the secrets. People are looking for the magic. There's no magic, it's this. It's what we're talking about today. You can't fit the things in your life you need to do to be wealthy, successful, happy, if this other crap is in your life. It's just the way it works. I wish I was this clear, oh my God, in my 20s. But I've been an entrepreneur. This is something you gotta realize. I've been an entrepreneur for over 30 years. I'm 50 this year, I did my first real estate deal at 17. That's 33 years, holy cannoli. Um, but also, I've been in teaching success for over 20 years. I've been obsessed with personal growth for over a decade, reading a book every 10 days. Friends with Tony Robbins, Brandon Richard, Richard Branson. Like I obsess on this, so a lot of what I share is not just some, oh, this guy got rich and he's just sharing his shit. Like, This is well thought out, things that I wish someone would have given me in my 20s. And when you understand it on that level, you realize this is where happiness, this is where wealth comes from. All right, thank you guys. I I see preach it. I love it, I love it, I love it. Okay, number four. You ready for this one? You're gonna be like, really? This is a way to get happier and get my goals? In 2019, I'm gonna ask you to forgive. Yep, you're gonna forgive your ex You're gonna forgive your parents. You're gonna forgive the person who screwed you over, the partner that took your money, the boyfriend who was unfaithful, uh, the person who did something to you really bad when you were young. That energy needs to be let go. There's no way you can get to be your most optimal self, your next level, your full potential, if you're holding on to anger or resentment. It just doesn't work. It really doesn't. And the only person that's not at peace is you. And most all of you I'm talking about right now, you're thinking about a circumstance, a situation, or a person. Yes, I don't care how bad it is. You gotta let it go. You gotta forgive. Because there's just not enough energy in you, in the world, in the universe, for you to hold on to that and simultaneously climb the mountain. It's like holding on to that takes away enough energy where the mountain seems big. The mountain seems hard. The mountain seems almost impossible to climb. Let that go, and I can't tell you the freedom you will have the ability to exhale you will feel the best you've ever felt in your life and you just got to do it any way you can you got to find a way that maybe their circumstances in their life led them to do that to you you have to find a way to realize what if God the universe whatever you believe in designed that pain to make you the human being that you are today What if it was all designed for you, even if it was the shittiest thing on the planet? I can't imagine some of the things you guys have gone through. But what if it was designed for you because that God, the universe, knew you could handle it? Not only just handle it, not to put you through it just for no reason, but to put you through it because there was a calling higher for you. There was a bigger purpose for you. You were put on this earth for something better. I don't think you'll reach the level of life you want, the abundance you want, the happiness you want, if you don't forgive and let go. And you can do that in any way you want. You could send someone an email and say, I forgive you. You could text them, you could call them or you don't have to say anything. You don't have to pretend it didn't happen. You just let it out of view. Just think of th- if there's this much space in your world to go to another level, if there's any bit of that used up with hatred or, or anger or resentment, you don't have enough. You don't have enough gas to get up that mountain. Think if you just take that piece and let it out in the universe, however you got to do it. It was meant for you, Their circumstances. You're going to open up a new part of your soul, of your body, of your energy. And you'll be able to run up that mountain. In 2019, you have to forgive. And I'd love for you to commit to that, no matter how hard it seems. Okay. The other thing too, um, because I see this was... A key turning point in my life forgiveness is will set you free of course it will forgiveness is full connection gratitude here's the thing it'll do when you hold on to resentment or anger you also stop trusting people and when you don't trust people you're pushing out all the amazing connections you can make if you're open-hearted and really giving and trusting will you get burned yep gotta tell you the truth but will you have exponentially more good come into your life and good people, and good friends, and good fortune, if you do trust, and you trust others, yep, it's worth it. Get burned once in a while, so you can have all the greatness on the other side. Commit right now to trust, or commit right now to forgiving. Come on, do it. I'm asking you, and uh, I'm looking for an anchor on all these. Number five, number five, here's one. These, some of these you never heard me share before, but they're philosophies of mine, I don't think you've ever heard me say this before. Realize that you, me, we are wrong a lot. (laughs) It makes life so much easier because what happens is sometimes we have these beliefs. Like if your family was liberal or conservative, right, one side or the other, and that's all you ever heard. Then maybe you watched CNN when you were a kid with your father or mother, or maybe you watched Fox News, right, and. We believe a certain thing, and maybe you go years believing, believing, and then one day you're a conservative or whatever. I'm just using this as a point because I don't care either way. (laughs) Uh, You're a conservative, and you sit on a plane, and this super liberal person, I'm being extreme here. I'm not stereotyping. I'm just like being extreme. Super liberal, laid back, peace and love person sits next to you. You couldn't be more opposite. One of you watches MSNBC, and one of you watches Fox News. And you're like, oh, and you're already judging. And all of a sudden, you have a conversation. And the walls start coming down. And you guys have mutual friends. You have kids in common. You both both coach a team. Or you both do the parent-teacher conferences. Or you, you, you have, both have moms that were sick and you took care of them. And all of a sudden, you start feeling internally, wow. I judged a whole group of people for years. I was wrong. If you look back when you were, maybe some of you are that young, when you look back when you were 15, 17, 20, your first relationships, and you stood for something. Ah, you don't want to be like me. I'm done with this relationship. And you look back and you're like, oh my God, I was an idiot. But has there ever been a time in your life where you didn't look back on the two, three, four, five year prior and look at some of the decisions you make and you're like, oh shit, oh crap. We're always growing, and we're always wrong. A lot of the times, I was wrong in so many ways. If you're a parent, have you ever parented in a way, and did something, and walked in the other room, and you're like, oh shit, that was a horrific parenting moment. I'm so wrong. I handled that completely opposite of how I should have I yelled or I did something and then you sit in the room and just like I don't know about you I'm like oh they're gonna be in therapy over that one and then I wait 15 minutes I'm like my son more than anything I knock on his door I'm like hey bud can we chat listen what you did I don't think that was the right thing but how I handled it whoa was dad wrong let me tell you how I think I should have and we talk about it Because I try to get that shit out of the way all the time. I don't know about you, but I am, I feel, I feel like an, I obsess on being a parent. I have a a counselor I talk to once a week to be a better parent. And still, once a month, at least I make such a shitty move on being a parent. I'm wrong. Stop thinking we're right, because we're wrong most of the time. It's our perception of a situation. If you're a Christian, then if you're Jewish, who's wrong? right? If you're Muslim, who's wrong? Who cares? Believe what you want, but be open to the universe, be open to the world to teach you, to grow, to be that person that can look in the mirror and go, I think I'm going to change that belief. I'm going to change, I'm not going to change who I am and what I believe in, but I'm going to change that belief of others. Because when you do that, you get all these variations and that's when we grow. When we grow is when we, our subconscious takes in all the rest. If you're just watching one thing, doing one thing, believing one thing, you become old and bitter and lonely. Because your circle gets small. Just admit you're wrong. I try to do it all the time. I love when I'm right. But what is right? Something I feel I'm right on today, okay, this one's this is simple but deep. Something I feel I'm right on today. I will know in a year to five, I will go, holy shit, what was I? I was wrong. Oh my God, that just means we're growing. If you have the same exact beliefs in every area of your life right now that you did when you were 20, then you need to grow. You need to question yourself. That's what I believe. Who's committed to admitting they're wrong in 2019? All right, these are no particular order. They're the 10 things I think you need to crush it in 2019. So are we, are we, uh, are we admitting, or come on, give me a commitment right now. Say hell yes. Say hell yes. Or I'll admit it. I'm committed to admitting I'm wrong. There you go, Travis. All right. Number six. Persuasion is the oxygen for your next level of success. Selling, persuading is not evil. In 2019 change your mindset on persuasion on selling it is not evil if you're selling drugs if you're selling gambling if you're selling negativity if you're trying to get somebody to do something they don't want evil wrong selling someone a bad car a bad house a bad business wrong don't do it but if you're passionate about something and you feel it can make a positive impact on someone else whether it's your children your spouse in your business what you sell, the house you're selling, the business you're selling, the online, the training, the life coaching, the health coaching. It doesn't matter. If it's something you know in your heart, if they get your widget, if they get your training, if they get your house, if they get your something, if your kids listen to you, if your husband understands you, if your wife gets it, it can only exponentially or improve their life, then persuasion selling is the oxygen for your next level. If you can change the way that feels in your life, everything will change in your life, especially your business. If you have your own company, want to start your own company, you want to make an impact on the world, then you have to learn how to get people engaged in what it is you're offering. And that's through persuasion. You know, I, I teach this a lot. Go back, I have probably two different trainings So I'm not going to teach on persuasion today. That's not what today's about. But you can go back and look at the persuasion, the art of persuasion. There's a couple of them in there. And watch it again, like for the first time, and realize that there is a way to get people to say yes. And it's powerful. That's why I say don't do anything. Don't don't get people to say yes on things that can't help them. But if you know how to negotiate with your kids, and you can get them to go, I see why being on social media too much is, is not a good thing. Thanks, Mom. That's different than saying, no more social media for you. Give me your phone. How, how's that work, right? If you want to get your spouse to be on board that you both starting eating better, you go, I'm sick of this. We're, we're, we're overweight. We're eating terrible. Fix that. Compared to getting your spouse on board where they go, hey, let's do this together. If your business partner is going left and you're going right, wouldn't it be nice to be able to get you guys aligned? If you're trying to sell something and no one's buying it, wouldn't it be nice if people go, hell yeah, I'm buying from this girl instead of anybody else, persuasion is the oxygen to your next level. Make it a part of your life, love it, go deep on it, obsess on it, go through all the trainings in here and get my set for life course, whatever it takes. Persuasion is the key. Are we going to commit to that? Are we going to commit to embracing persuasion? Em- commit to embracing persuasion. Number seven, if you watched my video yesterday, I talked about it quick. I've talked about it in past trainings, but we're gonna go, we're gonna go in it again because not enough people do this. And if this is what I wanted you to, i want you to get to commit to this in 2019. 2019, commit to taking ownership of your life. Commit that it's no one else's fault. Commit to stop blaming others. Commit to stop blaming situations. Commit to not blaming circumstances. I see all the, co- I commit from the persuasion. appreciate you guys. You guys are playing full out today. 2019, baby, here we come. Let's crush it. Seriously, let's crush it. Feel it today. I want you to feel, when you're done with this today, whether you're watching live or you're watching, when you're done, just go out and freaking kill it today. Be on fire. Light up everybody around you today. When people see you today, they are like, what are you, why are you glowing? Why are you on fire? Just smile on the inside. You know why. You know why. But I want you in 2019, I'm gonna do this on the next level too. too. Commit to ownership. It's not the president's fault. It's not your parents fault. It's not your spouse that doesn't support you fault. It's not the fault because you didn't go to college or you went to college because you have debt or because you don't have debt because you live in a big city or you live in a small city or no one around you thinks like you. Screw all that. It's all on you. Look in the mirror and go, this is on us. Meaning me and the person in the mirror. You and the person in the mirror. It is on us. If we blame anyone for the, I mean, here's the thing. A lot of times with people, when stuff goes good, it's like, ah, I got this shit. I made it happen. When stuff goes bad, it's like, oh, did you see what, see what so-and-so did? Oh, you see what's going on with the economy? You see this crazy president? See what he's doing? See what this one's doing? See what Congress is doing? My mom, she never believed in me. My husband, oh, I got to hide all this personal growth stuff from him. He thinks it's nuts. The hell with that? How's that working out for you? And how's that make you feel? Your subconscious gets to go, oh, we're okay. It's not our fault we had all these obstacles and people who don't support us. We all do. I'm not trying to make you think that, like, I'm saying it's easy. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. I'm telling you today, there is no better freedom in the world than when you say, it's on me. It's on me. This is my responsibility, it is on me. Do that, do that, and your life will change. Can you commit right now, this very moment, can you commit to taking ownership of the good, the bad, and the ugly? Commit, let me see you do it, that's a tough one. Because right now, some of you are going, Dean, yeah, but you don't understand this bastard in my life, this thing, or what happened to me, I don't. But I know if you keep blaming them, you're gonna be looking left and right. And you won't be looking straight to where you wanna go. Fuzzy targets don't get hit. And fuzzy targets happen when you go, I want this, yeah, but no support. I want this, but I really don't have money. I want this, but the economy. I want all that, it just makes a fuzzy target, and next year you'll be on here with me wishing for another year. And you lost one, I don't want you to lose one. Commit right now to taking full ownership of all the shit that went wrong. Even if someone completely screwed you over and it was their fault, I'm sorry, but just take ownership. You were in that situation at that time and maybe that was supposed to happen to you. Commit to that and watch how things change. Number eight, solution focused. Heard me train on this too, but man, are you doing it? Do you know anybody? that was in a bad relationship got screwed over maybe you got cheated on money was stolen did something horrific man and it was bad and you didn't deserve it but you ever see something in a relationship and they got screwed over They they got cheated on something and man it's been a year three five years they're still not in a relationship because they didn't deserve it and how could that happen to me why would that person do that to me? Those feelings will cripple you for life. Successful people focus their energy on how to fix it, how to learn from it and fix it. I I don't want to, I don't want to take away your pain or somebody doing something bad to you, but this goes along with what we talked about earlier, is taking ownership, is when something goes wrong, successful people. And I'm, i I've been blessed to meet some pretty amazing people and I'm always inquisitive, but they're all solution focused. The business fails. It's like, damn it. God, that hurt all the, wo-. like some people I know. I'm going to digress here and I'm not going to be disres— I don't mean this with any disrespect. Do you guys mind if I just talk candid? Always. I, and maybe if I'm not politically per- correct, sometimes I'm sorry. It's coming from nothing evil. It just comes from my heart. But when I, I take Uber wherever I go now, love that company. And if I get in with someone who's from a different country, I love it. I ask them where they came from, how much like it makes me appreciate America so much. And if you're watching from anywhere in the world, when I see somebody that doesn't speak perfect English, man, I'm in love with, my grandfather came here from Italy with nothing, not a dollar in his pocket, couldn't speak the language, left his family, left his friends, shoveled coal on a ship to get here. And look at where I'm at. That was my grandfather. The American dream lives in me and I love it. So when I see a foreigner driving an Uber, I'm like, man, where'd you come from? What'd you do? How'd you get here? How'd you, how much money are you making? And man, they're on fire and loving it and so much gratitude for this country. People who hate this country, I'm like, man, go live in Iraq, go live in China, go live in Russia for a year. And, and, and I don't mean disrespect because you could live in one of those countries, but especially here in America, like we should be grateful for wherever you are because somebody's got it worse. Somebody has it worse. Anyway, so I love that. But on the opposite side, if there's someone who's not, if it's an American person, right? Because I live in America. If there's an American person, a lot of times, and I know this because I'm in an Uber all the time, I travel once a week, right? I'll get a story. Like, oh my God, Dean, I can't believe I got your book or I saw you online or I see you on YouTube. I saw your infomercials. Oh my God, great. And then I'll get their story. Oh my God, I had this business, but man, I had this, I had a partner that got into gambling and he robbed all the money. And man, he just stole my life. He stole our business. He did this, he did that. And you know what, that just hurts so much. So yeah, I I like driving an Uber, but it's okay. Or I'll always get the story on how something was going good and somebody did something bad and they're driving an Uber because they can't stop focusing on why it happened to them. It will cripple you if you focus on why it happened whose fault it is, you didn't deserve it. All might be true, but if your energy goes there, just like the bucket before forgiveness, if your energy is going around why it happened, you don't have enough energy to go forward. Successful people, when things go sideways, feel the pain. I'm not saying ignore it and be like, oh, I'm so happy the business failed. I'm so happy my ex cheated on me, I'm so happy. No, I'm not saying you should be happy for it. I'm not saying it shouldn't hurt. Feel the pain, intensify the pain. Get it out, open the window, let it flush out, and then see what you can learn from it and then burn it down in your memory and focus all on the solution. That's what solution-focused thinking is all about. Who's ready to commit? to solution-focused thinking in 2019. Right now, commit. We're doing this on every single one of them. Commit to solution-focused thinking. Learn from it. Burn it down. All the energy, unfixing. Number eight. That was number eight. Number nine. I'm going to go through this one. And again, you've heard me say this. But are you doing it? Committed. Come on, give it to me. If you're feeling it, you got to write, I'm committed right now. Got to feel it. Got to say it. I'm committed. There they come. All right. They're coming in now. Number nine is setting your day up for success. If you're not already doing it, I slacked a little bit. I have to tell you, October, November, I slacked on my morning routine and I felt it. Set your day up for a win. Set your day up to play offense. Set your day up for confidence. A win, offense, and confidence. Set your day up. Find a morning ritual. I'm not a really structured person. I'm not. You might be. I'm not. I can't even drive the same way to work every day. I don't drink the same coffee every day. I don't drink coffee at all. But I'll have tea. Some days a kombucha. Some days a, a, a water. Some days a, a LaCroix. Like I mix, I my whole life is mixed up. But my morning routine has to be spot on for me to have the best day ever. A win, confidence, and playing offense. And my morning routine if you guys have watching me you know it. My morning routine is when I open my eyes, I think of something I'm grateful for. Now, I'm talking about something that you lower the bar of gratitude, not because you run out of high level things to be grateful for. Just be grateful that you woke up. Be grateful that the sheets feel good. Be grateful that the temperature is nice. Be grateful that you're ready for another day. Anything. Be grateful it's sunny, be grateful it's raining, anything. Just click your mindset into a gratitude mode and it sets your day up for offense, sets your day up for confidence. And then think of, this is me, this is me. You can modify it any way you want. Then think of, what are three wins you had the day before? What are three things that you did the day before as a win? Because we never give ourselves enough credit for the things we accomplish. Never, ever do we give ourselves enough credit. We're always like, ah, oh, I wish I got more done yesterday. Okay, did I really do anything yesterday? I'm not sure. No. You did a lot. You do a lot every single day. You being here right now is doing a lot. You commenting. You committing. You, everything you're doing is part of your growth. For you to be engaged in my inner circle, all of it is a win. So remind yourself. So you're minutes in. Gratitude. Three wins from yesterday. Three wins you'd like to have the day you're in. So it's, oh my God, these sheets felt so good. I'll think of stuff. Let me go back to the graduate. I'll think of stuff like, wow, when my daughter threw that you know, winning pitch. First person she looked at was me. Oh, I could melt. You know, talk to Tony Robbins. We had this great half hour conversation. Oh, amazing. Like anything that just makes your mind go, ah, cool. Not err. Uh, not, and this is the point, the most important part is don't roll over and look at your phone. Commit to that. Commit to that. It's playing Russian roulette. You roll over and you look at your phone, if the negative comment, the person said something bad, the sale didn't happen, anything, all of a sudden your brain is triggered, you're in a shitty mood all day and it's almost impossible to get out of it. Stop, stop with the phone. Gratitude, three wins for the day before, three wins you want that day, and for me, as soon as I'm done with that, I go drink a green drink, because I feel like I'm nourishing my body, and then I go move, I go exercise. For me, if I do that, my day, nobody getting me off. Nobody getting me off track. Nobody getting me off being confident. Nobody getting me to play defense or play small. I wanna play big every day, and I set up my day to win. So will you design, this is the commitment, commit to number nine. Will you design a morning routine that fits you and will you stick with it for at least 30 days? Because if you do it for 30 and you see those results, you can do it for the rest of your life. So tell me right now, will you design and will you commit to a morning routine to set your day up for a win, set your day up for confidence, and set your day up to play offense? Now, we probably have a video in the back office about just my morning routine, the whole thing. This is the best part about being an inner circle member. You have the archives. Commit to going through them. Commit to my morning routine. Love it, love it. Give me those commitments. Come on, if you're still on fire, you're still with me, let me hear it. Number 10 is stay inspired. Stay inspired. You spend time on social media for sure. We all do. But watch the things that light you up. Cut out more of the news. Cut out more of the Kardashian type stuff. I don't mean to be rude, but just like cut out the nonsense. And watch the stuff that you know inspires you. More of it, commit to it. Read the books that inspire you. I know this sounds simple like no duh, but we all do it. We all read news that makes us upset. We all read books that don't really align with us. We all watch jackass stupid videos that don't really do anything for life. If they make you laugh, great, I'm not saying that. But commit to being, to feeding your body with knowledge, to feeding your body with stuff that inspires you. Feed your body with stuff that makes you happier. Feed your body, your mind, your soul with the things that give you confidence to go where you wanna go. And just be acknowledging the things that rob that. That's what I want you to commit to. Commit to the people, I'm gonna take it one step further, more than I wrote down. Commit to the people the videos and the books and the conversations that inspire you and commit to avoiding the people, the situations, the videos, the books that don't. Wow. Now you're saying, Dean, you are brilliant. Now you see, you see this mind, huh? This this is wisdom or what? (laughs) Am I the smartest guy you know? People, things, books, videos that inspire and motivate and less of The people, the videos, the things, the books that don't. Told you, this is why you pay me. Pay me the big bucks. So let me ask you right now. Can you commit to that simple little thing? And you know another thing I'd commit to? I'd commit to digging into the back office. You pay for it. I don't know how many inner circles you watched, but you should go through the library. I hope it's labeled good enough. My team does it. I don't, but there are lots and lots of trainings in there. Pick out the ones that you think would fit you in your life if you want to know about persuasion or you want to know how to overcome obstacles you want to know about selling or anything there's so many i mean this is a couple years in i think we are and they're all back there so i'd love for you to commit to going that deep on the inspiration the motivation and gaining the capabilities that's really what you want the inspiration leads you to have the energy to gain the capabilities and after the capabilities you take the action and after the action you get the results See how, look at that. Look how, look this, shit, this shit just keeps coming out. I didn't have to write this down. It just keeps coming out because it's the facts. It's the truth. It's how you go to the next level of life. Guys, this inner circle means a lot to me. You could see how comfortable I am. Um, you could see how, it's so comfortable being here with you guys and sharing this. But I want you to know, I think through this and I think about you guys before I go live. is like, what can I give you that, even if you don't believe it, What we shared today will get your goals to become your reality. That's a pretty hefty comment on my part, but it's true. I believe this with all of me. If you just took those 10 things we shared today and subtly inserted them in your life, can you do them all overnight? No, but most of them you already knew about. Most of them you're probably already dabbling with or already doing. If you're not doing them, put them in your life. If you are doing them, do them better, do them faster, do them harder. I hope you enjoyed seeing behind the curtain of one of our inner circle trainings where each month we teach next level mindset, marketing, and momentum, the three M's that I believe are the difference between wanting more and actually achieving more. If you'd like to be a part of our inner circle, we created a really special opportunity in these unprecedented times. Well, they're unprecedented times, so we created an unprecedented opportunity. And right now, you can go to deansnextlevel.com. That's deansnextlevel.com. Watch a quick video and see how you could be part of the inner circle for less than about a movie and dinner A month and gain those next level capabilities to thrive in these uncertain times. If you liked this podcast, make sure you rate it and also make sure to click subscribe so you never miss out. Remember, all success starts here.